Concepts in Mendelian genetics. So let's go through Mendel's background first. Gregor Johann Mendel was an Augustinian monk from a monastery in Brun, uh, Czechoslovakia. He studied inheritance of characteristics in pea plants. Between 1856 and 1863, Mendel cultivated and tested about 28,000 pea plants. In his experiments, Mendel was able to cross-pollinate plants with different characteristics and observe the outcome. Mendel found that the traits of successive generations were inherited in certain numerical ratios that there were fixed laws of nature governing heredity. So Mendel's experiments in one of this in one of the experiments Mendel examined heights in pea plants and he noticed that because he noticed that some plants are like tall and some plants are very short he kept breeding tall plants with tall plants and he breeded uh, short plants with short plants and he kept getting um, tall plant as like an offspring and similar same thing for short plants he got like short plants as the offspring of the thing okay uh, Mendel then crossed a pure breeding short plant with a pure breeding tall plant and observed a surprising result all offspring were tall um, because obviously the tall allele is dominant that's why the option was also told however excited that by this result mendel then crossed two of the offspring together to see if they produce more tall plants and he actually got a really surprising result about 75 percent of his plants were tall and about 25 percent were short the results of crossbreeding this successive, successive generation are shown in the following page 160 of Matrix book. Um, like a good scientist, Mendel set about seeing if he could replicate his result. And then he also uh, did the same experiments with different characteristics of pea plants. For example, pod shape, flower color, seed color, seed shape and so on. Um, however, it seemed that no matter which characteristics they, they he investigated, he always obtained the same results for the successive F2 generation. That is, that means like after like the parents have an offspring, when the offspring is again like cross-pollinated and they have an offspring, that's called like F2 generation as in like second generation. So, no matter what characteristics he uh, cross-pollinated, he got like similar result. The successive generation of the su- successive generation, the second generation got seventy five percent with one characteristic and twenty five percent with the other. That is a three to one ratio. So basically, um, Mendel's conclusions. So based on these results, he came to the following conclusions. The inheritance of each trait is determined by gene. An individual inherits one unit from each parent for each trait. 
Our trait may not show up in an individual, but can still be passed on to the next generation. So what do we call now call these units of factors? We call these units of factors genes. Since each gene has true forms, we call the half gene an allele. For example, the gene for height can have two alleles, one for tall and one for short. We designate the dominant allele characteristic that always shows through in the phenotype as a capital letter and the recessive allele characteristic that can be hidden if a dominant allele is present is designated by with a small letter. Note to students, the same letter must be used for both the dominant allele and recessive allele that determine a single trait. Um, and yeah, I think we all know that because we've done that for a long time. So recall that mental study with peer breeding tall X short plans. These are often called homozygous plans. What do you think the term homozygous means? It means that two copies of the same allele. So either capital T, capital T, or small t, small t. So both of the allele is the dominant, or both of the allele is recessive. So hence, what were the genotypes of the parents? Double T, or like double big T, or single T. So yeah, so again, I'll actually repeat. Since each gene has two forms, we call the half gene an allele. So an allele is called half gene because each gene has two forms. Let's just say for like, I don't know, um, for fingers, okay? Let's just say fat or thin fingers. And then like, let's just say for high, taller shirts. So each gene has like two forms. That's why um, an allele is called like a half gene because like a full gene is like two forms. So again, let's focus on genes and alleles. So Mendel's factors are now known as genes. Genes are specific sections of DNA that carry instructions for making a particular protein. What are proteins? What are some examples? Protein is a chain. Protein is a chain of one or more polypeptides folded into a functional 3D shape. For example, hemoglobin. An allele is an alternate form of a gene. Each given gene usually has two or more alleles or forms. For example, the gene controlling height in pea plants has two alleles, tall or short. So for hair color, there's like more than one gene because they can be red hair, you know, like, I don't know, blonde hair, black hair, brown hair. So that's why there, like, you have more than two alleles. But you can at least have two. Genes have specific loci on chromosomes. Since chromosomes occur in pairs, known as homologous pairs, genes also occur in pairs. One gene on one chromosome of the pair is known as an allele. For example, the gene for flower color is found on a particular pair of homologous chromosomes in peel plants, as shown below. This gene can have different forms. One allele codes for purple flowers whilst the other codes for white flowers and different flower colors ultimately then result from different combinations of alleles each chromosome can carry thousands of genes therefore a pair of homologous 
chromosomes can carry a mix of homozygous or heterozygous genes. What does the term homozygous mean? Two copies of the same allele. What does the heterozygous mean? One copy, one copy of each allele. Thank you for listening to my podcast.